So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts, but on their mind. One, two, three. What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. And welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Now, you remember when I had said that I was I, I did something Monday at the podcast pit live episode in front of a live audience? Well, if you have not seen it on Instagram, because I put it up on Instagram, it was amazing. Like, 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 thank you to anybody that prayed for me that night. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for everybody that came out. And good job to all the shows. I, I actually went last, to be honest with you. And I'm not even going to lie. I was definitely intimidated. And I say that I was intimidated in the sense of, I say that I was intimidated in the sense of, watching other shows go on because I was the only one by myself. You know what I mean? I was the only one by myself. I mean, we all know Extraordinary Thoughts for Lord and Mind is hosted by me, by myself. And watching them, you know, just they, you know, interacting with each other, bouncing energy off of each other. It was kind of intimidating. I'm not even going to lie to you. And I was thinking to myself, could I even, will the crowd fuck with me? Because I'm really a motivational speaker that just has a podcast. Would the would the crowd fuck with me because I tend to cuss a lot or I might have this or I might say that and you know I don't even know how to say Pacific right and it, it was a lot of negative stuff you know a lot of negative talk prior to me going on and I tell you when I went on I took a deep breath and I just executed and I really want to tell you just all the five W's. I really want to tell you all the details, but you got to go over to extraordinary.podcast or on Instagram to get the whole video. You know what I mean? But just know I got a whole standing ovation. I got a whole, just like Friday and the Friday before that and the Friday before that and the Friday before that and the Friday before that, this ordinary podcaster asked for extraordinary thoughts and I received so many. So with that being said, yeah, you like how I did that? With that being said, go ahead and let's get into Wildcard Fridays. So for the first time, and I think ever for the podcast, is that Wildcard Friday is kind of aligned with something that had been on my heart for a little bit. You know, I had put it up and somebody said something that definitely, it definitely hit home for me a little bit. And this time around, what, what it was is, you know, let me just give you a backstory real quick because I love a good story. So growing up, I didn't listen. I didn't watch a lot of Disney movies. All right? I, I really didn't. I'm a real big anime fan, real big comic book. I did have a sister. She did not really watch a lot of Disney movies. She liked the land before time. So needless to say, we weren't really, you know, a body be boo. Like we, none of that Disney shit went in our house. But when I had kids, oh my God. Unfortunately, my wife, she watches Disney all the time. You see what I'm saying? Like she watches Disney all the time. And of course she passed it on to the kids. So my daughter... You know, she was watching Cinderella, and Cinderella is one of her favorites. And I remember I was watching a scene in Cinderella. I was watching this scene. And the crazy thing about the scene was is that I remember when, like, the little woodland creatures, because, you know, every Disney movie's got mouses, birds, and other crazy crap like that. And, you know, she sings to them, and it's time for the ball. You know, her steps is, everybody knows the Cinderella story. You know, she's got her evil stepmom, evil stepsisters. You know, they, they treat her like shit in the house, all of that crap. They got her 
the woodland creatures make her a dress. You know, they make her a dress. It was a nice dress, too. I mean, given the fact that birds and mice has made it, <laughs> mice, birds and mice made it, it was a nice dress. And she's wearing it. You know, she's all excited. I'm about to go to the ball. You know, I'm about to go bag me somebody, you know. And her sisters, you know, her sisters are real haters. You feel me? So they walked in. They saw her with the dress on. Cinderella looking like a whole snack. And they ripped the dress up. Like I'm talking about they ripped the dress up. I'm like, left her real heinous looking. I mean, they did. They did her wrong. I'm talking about ripped the dress up. You know, made fun of her. Now, all of a sudden, you know, Cinderella's sitting there and she just crying. You feel me? Like, I'd cry too if somebody came and ripped my whole fit up. You know, that 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 definitely would, you know, set me off a little bit. But out of nowhere, her fairy godmother comes. And you know the whole saying, body to be boo, bibbity boo, a bibbity bobbity boo. I hope I said that right. But she gave her a new dress. She gave her a new dress with the glass zippers, with the, with the coach. You feel me? And, you know, everybody knows the story. She's got to be back by 12. She ends up leaving the glass slipper behind. That's another time for another tie-in. But what I really wanted to bring up with that situation was she had a plan. She was about to execute. The plan failed. Something happened. And you know me, I'm a mindset type of person. So as I was looking at that situation, yeah, her plan that she really put a lot in, it failed. It failed. In fact, I mean, like, not necessarily it failed. It was destroyed. And yet, she still was able to go to the ball. She was able to find a new way. She was able to overcome. You, you know, we can always look at it in two different avenues. But really, just to break everything down, let's go ahead and just talk about resetting, restarting, however you want to call it. I just really want you to restart your life. So just like Cinderella, right before her dress got all ripped up to smithereens, we all get excited. We all get excited to do something, you know, whether it's to walk in our purpose, to execute on a new plan, to be with the person that we love. We all get excited to do that. But sometimes there's bumps in the road. You know what I mean? Sometimes the plan doesn't go accordingly. Sometimes we, we think that we're walking in the purpose that we was destined to be walking in, but it turns out that's not even our purpose. Sometimes we realize that the person that we thought that we were going to spend the rest of our lives with isn't that person. And, I, you know, I'll be the first one to tell you is that fear, fear of the unknown holds us back for so many things. I'm talking about fear could be so debilitating. Because, yeah, there's bumps in the road. In fact, to be honest with you, sometimes the plan, it just, it just doesn't work. Plan A does not work. But we're so afraid to execute on plan B because of so many other stipulations. And you know I'm a mention them. But we're so afraid to execute on plan B because of the stipulations that we have placed upon ourselves that we, we, we just stick with plan A. We in a burning building and we sipping a cup of coffee telling ourselves, this is fine. This is what I will live with. This is what I will allow my life to be like now. Isn't that crazy? See... I'll tell you right now, we go back in time when I was 18 years old, 10, almost 10, 11 years ago, I had no idea that I'd be in the position that I am right now. Hell, I didn't, I thought I was going to be a firefighter, to be honest with you. I was in college. You know the story. I was in college. I dropped out. Not only did I drop out, I ended up joining the military. Not only did I join the military, but I ended up in HE. I thought that I was going to do my 20 years in the military 
and honestly work at a diesel factory. I'm not even going to lie to you. Who would have known that I would ignite my passion and become a motivational speaker? Who would have known that I would launch a podcast? Because I changed my plan, changed my mindset. See, right now, as we speak, and you have, not, you have heard me say this before, right now, as we speak, there's somebody driving to a job that they don't want for money that they need. And, and you know, I go on and say that they passion, they dreams, they aspirations, they in the backseat, but that's the thing. That's all they ever going to be is in the backseat. And, and it's so crazy because I sat down and I really wanted to ask myself, who are the people I even talk to sometimes? And the age range was actually 18 to 30. See, the first half of that, that 18 to 25 range, that 18 to 24 range, I'll tell you about those people real quick. See, when you 18 years old, you know, you got your plans in mind, just like how I did. You probably went off to college just like I did. You probably even finished the four years of college, right? You had your major all in mind. But then this is the thing that happened. You got out. You graduated, but for some reason, you couldn't even get a job. And you know, there's always that percentage that do get the job. Congratulations to you, but you didn't get the job. And because you didn't get the job, now you still got to deal with the fact that you went to college, you know, student loans. You still got to figure out a way to pay those, right? So you ended up working at a job that you don't want. So that way you could pay off those type of bills. And you keep telling yourself things like, oh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Or I'm going to finally get into that job. And maybe you do. Maybe you do. But let's switch gears again. A little bit. What about the person that, you know, went to college probably a year, realized it wasn't for them, realized it wasn't for them, and they end up dropping out. And every single day they tell themselves, I'm going to go back. Them days turn to months. Those months turn to years. And they keep telling themselves that they go back and they never do. But let's bring it up a little bit. Let's stop being so pessimistic. Let's be a little bit optimistic for a second. You went to college. You graduated. You got your associates. You got your bachelor's. You probably went on and even got your master's in the field that you wanted. You work in the field that you want. You did exactly what you said you were going to do when you graduated high school. Congratulations. But then you realize you hate what you do. It's draining. It's not just physically draining. It's mentally draining. It's emotionally draining. You don't love it, but you probably stay because of things like, oh, the money's good. You probably stay because you feel like you're too old to execute on something else. You probably stay because of stability, benefits, things of that nature. I, I, I'm a strong believer, and I, I really sit back and I think to myself, because this is usually that age bracket. And I, I started in the beginning, but I worked my way to the end. You know, that 25 to 30 range, because that's really where it hits us. Where we, whether or not we had dropped out of college, whether we finished college and worked in the field that we want to work in, we sit there and we were unhappy. We're unhappy in that. And then we give ourselves these bullshit excuses of, well, I'm too old to start over. I'm too... I don't want to move away because I'm going to miss this or I'm going to do this or that or that nature, whatever excuse it is, to be honest with you. The fear of the unknown really holds us back from really executing. And this isn't the part where I tell you, oh, you should be an entrepreneur. You should do that. You should do this. No, entrepreneur is uh, being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. I will be the first one to tell you that that is hard. 
let me rephrase, because I don't want to insult you in a manner of saying that you are not up for the task. It's just not for everybody. Being happy is, though. Being happy is. That's something that is for everybody, unfortunately. See, let me explain something. The average retirement age in America is 65 years old. Do you know what the average life expectancy age is? 79. So a little quick math, real quick. You really only have 14 years of your life to be happy. 14 years if you work at a job that you don't want. So I'll be the first one to tell you that whether you're 18 or 30, whether you're 18 or 50, whether you're 50 or even 70, it does not matter. You can always restart your mindset. You can always reset your path in life. The plan, sometimes I tell you, we, 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 we create these beautiful plans. We create these detailed plans. But the thing that I have learned in the military is that you can't fall in love with the plan because the plan changes. The plan changes sometimes. And I know what you're thinking. You probably don't know what it's like to, you know, have to change the plan in the middle of this. I could have told you if you would have got with me a year ago that I'd be spending the next 20 years of my life in the military. If you would have told me, I would have told you right now, I'd probably get into law enforcement. I'd probably work as a diesel mechanic. The plan changes. I'm telling you right now, your happiness is what really matters. And that's not no cliche thing. Everybody deserves to be happy, but everybody really does deserve to be happy. Why would you want to do something for the rest of your life that you don't love? Let me rephrase that. Why would you spend your prime years? Why would you spend your good years? Why would you spend the years that you really are going to remember doing something that you don't love for the sake of a dollar? Why would you do that for the sake of stability? I don't know who needs to hear this, but we create stability. Take a look at everything around us. We created that. So why can't we create our own happiness? But let's switch gears a little bit because maybe you work at the job that you love, right? I mean, we all probably do. Maybe you make a decent amount of money. You don't mind the job, whatever it is. Let's switch gears. Our relationships. And I've seen it so many times. And, and honestly, I'm probably... I'm probably a product of it. And I know for a fact that I have seen it. We stay in relationships even when we're not happy. I'll say it again. We stay in relationships even when we're not happy. We stay in relationships because the sex good. We stay in relationships because the stability is there. We stay in relationships because the money is there. We stay in relationships because of the kids. We stay in relationships because, to be honest with us, we don't even believe in ourselves and whether or not we're even able to execute on our own. Stuff like that. Our family probably sat there and told us that, oh, it gets better. These are the first couple of years. But those first couple of years have now turned to 10 years. We stay in a relationship for everything but happiness sometimes. And, and and I say this because when we talk about reset, when we talk about restart, you know, obviously we can never reset our entire lives. No, but we can always reset our mindset. We can always reset our happiness button. We can always reset a relationship. Let me break it down a little bit. 
we found somebody. We met him in high school. This is our high school sweetheart. We grew up together even. We had kids. But for some reason, the spark died out. The spark died out. And no matter how many times we keep trying to ignite it, and sometimes the fire does come up again, and we think that everything is going good, and then it dies back out. Now we feel like every single time it takes a little bit longer to ignite that spark. We breathe in life into something that's been dead. And we tell ourselves that, oh, 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 it'll get better. We've already spent five years together. We've already spent seven years together. We spent 15 years together. I'll tell you this right now. My aunt was married for 20 years, 20 years, and got a divorce. And we fear that because we feel like we're too old. We're too old to, to start over again. Let me explain something to you real quick. Your soulmate doesn't care how old you are. Your soulmate doesn't care how old you are because that person was made for you. So now you sitting in this unhappy relationship because you think that the person that you sitting across from right now, that was your soulmate. Your soulmate ain't supposed to make you feel unhappy. Your soulmate ain't supposed to make you feel unworthy. Your soulmate ain't supposed to have you second guessing yourself every single time. And then every time you come home, you feel like for some reason, it's just an uphill battle that has no life in the house because that house doesn't even feel like a home because there's no love in there. We stay in these relationships for our kids. And I, and I understand, just like you, I grew up in a single-parent household, too. I didn't have my father around, so we probably tell ourselves that we need to stay together. We strong as one. I know. But let me explain something real quick. See, what you're thinking is, is that you stand together for the sake of the kids, right? But you keep fighting in front of the kids. Y'all keep arguing in front of the kids. And when y'all not arguing in front of the kids, that silent warfare, everybody picks it up. Because the energy ain't wholesome. The energy ain't good. The energy does not heal. You don't think your children pick that up? And then as they become adults, they seek out who they love the most. You know it and I know it. Who you seek out, your first love was your parent. Your first idea of what a relationship was, was what your parents showed you. So you decided to stay in a relationship for the sake of the kids. But the thing is, is that the relationship wasn't healthy. So you raised the kids in a, in a healthy relationship. So now when they go and they pick up a relationship, guess what their relationship is going to be? Unhealthy. Until somebody down the line breaks the cycle. I'm trying to tell you. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the unknown can be debilitating. Fear the unknown. It, it can stop you from executing. You know why a lot of people end up hating each other? See, I, I tell my kids to never use the word hate. Because hate is the opposite of love. And, it's, and it takes energy to love and it also takes energy to hate. And nothing is that strong that you should hate it. But we always see it every single time, those relationships. You know why they hate each other? Because they stayed together for so long that that love became hate. See, the thing is, is that we could actually walk out of that relationship on good terms. We could. We both could admit something. We could address the elephant in the room that we both see, that we keep walking around trying to act like it's not there. We both could be happy. But we too afraid to do it, just like we too afraid to 
ignite our passions. We're too afraid to start a new career path. We're too afraid to start a new journey. I'm going to tell you right now, your happiness, everybody deserves. Your happiness does not care. It is your happiness. We say things like, it's too late for me to get my life together. I don't know what type of idiotic shit is that, but it's never too late to get your life in order. And, and, and let me break it down real quick for those who do not understand. The order in which your life is supposed to be is the order that you decided to be, not the order that your mother showed you, not the order that your father showed you, not the order that society shows you. The order in which your life is supposed to be that makes you happiness is what you desire. So as we reflect on this Friday, what I need you to understand is that if you don't like the plan, change the plan. Stop falling in love with a plan that does not work. It doesn't mean that you quit. It does not mean that you give up. It means that you chose to be happy. Who doesn't want to be happy? And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at extraordinary.podcaster. Also, hey, do me a favor real quick. How are you liking the new episode lineup? Because we're doing Mondays and no Wednesdays and Friday. So now it's just Monday and Friday. Go ahead. I'm going to put up a poll and let's see what we like. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.